Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Some days I hate it here. <laughs> the best show for Chicago sports. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. What's good? Yo. Chicago. What's happening, man? Good morning. It is 9 a.m. The Chicago Bears are still the talk of the town. Question on the table today. Will the Bears regret trading for DJ Moore and moving on from that number one pick? Not really DJ Moore, but everything that comes with it. CBS thinks so based on where they have the Panthers finishing out this season. Also, got to talk about the Bears' latest signing. Bears are back in the free agency pool, bringing in more defensive linemen. Seems like they understand what the heck I was talking about when I said you got to get to the quarterback to make things happen. And finally, got to make a pivot on the original conversation because Tyreek Hill. Talking about retiring after 2025. Ladies and gentlemen, the date is Friday, April 7th. It's 9.04 in the morning. And I ain't got nowhere else to go. <laughs> Let's get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's always good to be vibing on a Friday with the Brodies, man. We got the squad in the building, man. We got the squad in the building. All four of the team in here, man. All we missing is Mr. Two Letters. If you knew better, you do better. Hey, man, we're thinking of you in spirit or whatever, uh, which might be an airline. I'm flying soon, which scares the living daylights out of me. I'm not going to lie to you. Yesterday man, was a wild day. Spirit never did bro. me wrong. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Spirit ain't <laughs> never did me wrong, though. Hey, listen, listen, listen. I've got stranded with United. I've got stranded <laughs> with American Airlines. I've got stranded with whatever the heck the uh, Delta spirit has never hey, Delta, stranded me. Delta, Delta. Delta is 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 scary on a different level. Delta just be like, "Hey, bro, you ain't got no flight. Go home." (laughs) 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 With spirit? Wait a minute, with spirit? (laughs) This is a spirit years ago. Hey, good morning, Chicago. We appreciate you guys for showing love. If you haven't done so, hit that like button, subscribe to the page, man. We do talk Chicago sports daily. Hey, fam, fam, was you flying with the Wright brothers there, uh, Joe? Like, what? He said a propeller plane, bro. Hey. Hey, hey, bro. Uh, <laughs> that, that man said it was an old dude just bro. out front, just like, all right, hold on. We might got to drop some luggage. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, I was I was trying to have your back. I was like, yeah, hey, you oh, in Hawaii, yeah. you know, taking a flight to one of those small islands. You know, hey. they got small plays for that. I couldn't oh, even think God. of that. <laughs> he 
he tested, he was testing out the original Orville and Wilbur plane. You know what I mean? Like he was testing out <laughs> that original right plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. oh oh man no, hey no. boys question on the table today man because of the cbs article that did come out uh if you ha- if you guys haven't read so this is on cbs.com where they're talking about projecting six new playoff teams now the wild part is uh that kind of irks my soul is that they still got the packers making it even though literally all off season, this is this is the D writing that goes on with a lot of these uh, journals. All off season is just like Packers are going definitely take a step back. Packers are absolutely taking a step back, but they making the playoffs without Aaron Rodgers. Like I don't know how that works, but uh, CBS believes that even though the Carolina Panthers did move on from DJ Moore. With some of the additions they've made in Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, Hayden Hurst, really nice pieces, right? That they still can make a playoff run, which in theory, right? Uh, in the NFC South, uh, which basically three of the four teams kind of just have given up most of their life uh, outside of the New Orleans Saints. They could absolutely find their way into the playoffs with a seven win season and a feisty young defense according to cbs uh question on the table boys to start this thing off we'll start off with the super producer man he's not here often will the chicago bears regret moving on from the number one pick because the draft capital that they will get back will probably be outside the top 10 if carolina makes the playoffs I, I don't know, man. I mean, listen, Derek Carr is a nice addition. I like the pieces that they got there. The Saints are still probably going to have the same issue that they had the entire time to me. Um, they they can't hear Joel. Nobody can hear Joel. Apparently apparently they can't hear Joel. They can't hear Joel. Oh, hold I on. I hear you. Hold on. Hold on. Let's it's, run it's, this back. It's definitely Pat. It's definitely Let's Pat. run Go this on. back. Uh, Yeah, that'll do it right there. Boom. Can y'all hear Joel now? Joel, say something. Hey, how about now? I believe that they can hear you now, Joe. He he made an hey, My man point. gave a great point. Hey, and then hey, all of a sudden, hey, you got to hey. read his comments back, hey, bro. You hey, can't do it twice. Hey, I, I be like hey Joe. Hey, I'm Joe. sick of this. Hey, Joe, run it back. Yeah. Uh, so what were you saying, Joel, about the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I was I was stating that. I was stating that. I think my hypothesis <laughs> is that the Bears could it's essentially... hypotenuse. <laughs> 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 No, I think that the Panthers, based off that, if we have to take that into consideration, let's say they're a seven-win team. Right. I don't see them necessarily winning their division because I think the Saints would actually win that. But if they did, you know, let's just say that the Bears are somewhere in the middle too, eight and nine and eight or seven and nine or whatever the in the middle, we might essentially have back-to-back picks. So technically, I mean, we're getting an extra pick, so it doesn't matter. We got an extra first-rounder. Yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know if the Saints win the division. I like the uh, I, I like the the offense that they kind of have. I mean, listen, Michael Thomas is a question mark just about every year, right? Like, I like the offense that they are able to go out there with, but I think the Saints have the same question mark on them. One, uh, will you actually be able to replace one of the greatest head coaches of all time in Sean Payton? Which last season it seems like is not off to a great start. Um, Sean Payton's a guy who literally can walk in a room and say, "Hey." You're a good quarterback now. And it literally just works. Uh, PJ, uh, what was my man? PJ Walker, I believe, spent some time there. Teddy Bridgewater, um, Jameis Winston, of course, the great uh, uh, Drew, uh, 
Not Drew. Drew. Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees, um, right? Like, he's got a winning record with all those guys. Like, basically, anybody who walks into the room uh, becomes a much better quarterback when Sean Payton's around. I don't know if that's going to happen. With, Why wouldn't it? With the, with, well, Sean Payton's not around anymore. Oh, you're saying, I'm sorry. You're saying, I, I don't, I'm I don't know if that's going to happen with, with, the, with the Saints, right? I, don't I went know. west. I yeah, went west. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, you good. I, I don't know if that's going to happen with, with Derek Carr going down to the Saints now. I like the idea of it, but I there, there's a lot of moving pieces that have to fall into place to me. Uh, on top of that, I think that outside of the Saints, no one else matters. <laughs> like, that is, that is such a... Uh, that is, that is, that is nah. the new NFC East. Good job, Ringo. You finally moved out of the basement. <laughs> And we, we we still we still can't fix the divisions. Still no, can't no. fix the divisions. But, you know, look, look I, it it makes standings. no sense to not just go conference at this point. I don't know. <laughs> looking at the stands from last year, Tampa was eight and nine. Carolina, New Orleans, and Atlanta were all seven and ten. Yeah, like they're all they actually. It could be an interesting division next year. But Tampa, Tampa has no Tom Brady anymore. Uh, and they they they're 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 rolling the dice with Baker Mayfield out here, and they no, were no, just no. like, no, how long? Not not about Tampa. You still had three seven to ten teams, and yeah, but one of them is the team that has the the top nine pick that we talking about in Carolina. That's what I'm saying, right? Like I don't think I I think the thing is right. Like Bears fans, I feel like they think that there's going to be this this leap in, um the draft capital for next year, right? Like, I feel like they feel like this is going to be a top five pick that we just traded for. I don't think that's realistic. I think we'll be lucky if we get back at nine again. Like, honestly, with what we traded, which is not bad, right? You get the ninth pick overall. You're still doing good. You traded the first overall pick. You get DJ Moore. You got the ninth this year. Maybe you get the ninth or tenth next year. But I think the real question is, right, if you fall outside of that ninth pick, outside of that tenth pick, was this worth it? Because now you're talking about, right, if they make the playoffs and they actually went around, you're talking about picking 15th. You're talking about picking 16th somewhere in there. I mean, that's it's, not bad. It's always worth it. I, I think it's worth it simply because you get the trade. You get to still use as a piece of trade up. Man, I need my. If uh, you need to. I need my Negro Domus hat so I can switch <laughs> yo, it. Yo, and, what? And nah, you nah, switch it between the. Yeah. You know. Nah, you, but. <laughs> I, whatever, whatever kid was just saying. I forget, forget whatever kid was just saying. All I heard him say was "it's worth it," and then he just popped out and said that like, it was worth it. It was worth it. I just <laughs> no because hey, it's, it's a just, Friday for you, boy. Hey, hey Joe, just, Joe just, just jumped on. Joe ain't been on here, so he said, "I'm gonna get my talking points in while I can." <laughs> kid, what you think, man? What you think? My time to shine. I think it's it's one of those things where the biggest regret may be how good the QB that gets drafted this year looks ultimately. And I think that's really what the article was saying, because remember they didn't have the bears as a playoff team in that thing. No, they just had, they had the Packers as a playoff team and they had, um, who's the other one in our division? Uh, the lions as a playoff. The lions team. and the Packers. Yep. They didn't have us as a playoff team. So I think that goes to show you how they feel about the Chicago bears offense. Well, like, I, I mean, the biggest I, I regret don't... would be there, and then also the fact that Carolina may be better since they projected them as a, a playoff team. I'm trying to read between some lines right here, but I mean, like, like why would they not have us as the? I don't have the us as a playoff team. 
I think the Bears will win seven to eight games, possibly, and they won't make the playoffs. You think Just Green like, Bay is going to be better than us? No, no, I think Minnesota. No. I think Minnesota. Minnesota, I can live. I think Minnesota. This article, you also have to take into account, right? This article has three NFC North teams making it to the playoffs. I don't buy it. Which isn't, yeah. I don't buy it. That does, does count. I don't think that the count. NFC is going to have, has, has that much of a fall off that they're – the Packers are going to find their way back into the playoffs. I, I don't buy that in the slightest. I think um, – why not? I don't well, know. I think what it is – They're, they're going to be better than the Vikings or the Lions to get in as a wild card? The Lions for sure, who had a great offseason so far. I think uh, people are discounting – well, look, I'm not planting my flag here for Jordan Love, but the guy's been oh. sitting for how long? And they practically have the same team – Chris, what's the Christian? Was it Chris, Watson? Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs? Like, and they still got all the defensive pieces. They pretty much have everything. So, I mean, if th- it's scary to think that and they're not going to be a thirteen and three team, but they could be essentially a ten win team. Like the the Lions and the Packers, they're they're. I think everybody's kind of even. It's on the it's it's the reverse of the NFC South where they're they're seven and ten. We might have a couple of ten seven. Season uh, to, uh win teams over here. Yeah, but if you have two ten and seven teams with uh the, the I'm assuming Vikings and Lions, we thinking that don't put the Bears in the playoffs, right? That don't put the uh Packers in the playoffs. So I think it's I, a dog fight, is my point. And we don't know because where are we at with this with the schedule? Like uh we don't 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 we know, we don't know how it falls? We know the divisions yeah. they play, we they're don't know. They're playing in certain divisions, yet. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, even with that, right, like how it falls is going to be important. The fact that the Lions have a tougher schedule coming into this season is going to make a bit of a difference, right? The Lions look great this season playing a, a third-place schedule. Guess who else uh, got the benefit of that having a 12-win season? The the first-year Matt Nagy Bears. And then they had to play first-place teams, and it was like, hey, this is harder. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so you really don't have us as a playoff team, even though, like, we no. clearly were, like, tanking. No, I, I don't I, – the, the NFL, it is the easiest to go from worst to first. Now, Justin Fields could come out and absolutely sling the football and, and turn this Bears team into a playoff team, and I could be 100% wrong. But I think that the Bears are taking steps incrementally because Ryan Poles is doing this the long, drawn-out way. I think this that you're taking steps incrementally to get yourself back into the playoffs because Ryan Poles is saying, I'm not going for the quick hit. I'm not going for – the big name right off the bat. I'm going for, let's build this thing through the draft. Let's build this mm-hmm. thing long-term. When you're building something long-term, building through the draft a lot of times, you have to have major pe- a lot of major pieces in the draft. It, you have to have like a Chicago Bears. What year was that? Was that 80, 82? What year did they have that like massive draft where they got basically, uh, well, it was 79? 84. Oh, well. 70. No, 79. When they got all the draft capital, that was the Super Bowl team. What year was that? I don't. I don't know. I'm not that old. But uh, Walter Payne was 70. I, I think. Uh, I think the the question. I, the reason I'm questioning it because what do we have? Like six one score games. Yeah. Was, uh, uh, like that we had. Games. Yeah. And and it's like we got the right pieces now to avoid that situation. Yeah. I think. And, and so now, like, if you sit there, and you split that, and then you look at the the evolution of our you know offensive weapons, what we believe Justin will be. I mean, it might not be pretty, but I definitely think we can smack the Packers, though. I, I, well, listen, I think we can smack the Packers. That's what I was going to say. They'll be able to beat the Packers. I think this is primarily them just trying to hype up Jordan Love. 
Uh, I do think Jordan Love got wheels though. No, 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 no. Jordan Jordan Love has the tools. It just depends on what. It just depends on what he learned from Aaron while he was sitting back. I I do think, however, in the NFC South, the the Panthers aren't even remote. Won't even be remotely close to making the playoffs. Just off of the simple fact that if if Derek Carr is who kid says he is. Then, then, the, then, the, then the Saints should be, the Saints should be there, the Saints should be there, and I'm not sleeping on Baker because now Baker yet again has an offensive line. He, he's got he's got two guys on the offensive, line. offensive line. He's he's got he's got his weapons. So so you might see you might see a resurgence for Baker if he comes in, chills out, just keeps his head down, and 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 and, and does what he has to do. They they. Primarily, still got their weapons as well. I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Panthers making the playoffs. So I, I, I do think the Bears will, will still get that pick. Um, but, but, it, but as far as the Bears making the playoffs, I, I think I, I still, I still got uh them and the Lions one and two. But I, I don't put the Bears over the Lions. I, I just can't do it. Well, Man, first off, Cal Trash is starting over Baker Mayfield. What? I hope no, so. Not. I hope so. No, I don't think not. he is. I don't think no, he is. No, he's not. Man, I hope so. Hey, no, he Steph, no, he is hey, not. Hey, hey, Steph, move move two inches to your right, brother. You didn't slid out the camera again. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't made his point just hey. slowly slid. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think that what this is really talking about is that that pick turning into a top top five pick and yeah. supposedly Marvin yeah. Harrison Jr. Yeah. Right. Is you know, it's really about who's coming out. That's what this is about. We well, that's next that year. Pick. Marvin Harrison Jr. be next year, and I think that's the player that we really are sitting that's here talking the about. Can the Bears get I, Marvin I Harrison told, Jr. Uh, yesterday? Hey, Marvin I mean, Harrison Jr. be catching footballs like I, I caught it. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's really what this is about. Will we be able to get that type of high impact player? Can we get that Jamar Chase type guy to pair him up? But I don't know, do. Just, I mean, when I look I, at our room for the receiver room, I mean, I think this is the kind of room you want a balanced absolutely. receiver room all the absolutely. way across the board. And the interesting thing is, to be honest, I think that the like, I think the Bears, I don't think this is going to go as slow, like, oh, they're going to barely make the playoffs. They actually could because that's what, like, what Kid was saying. Justin Fields is dynamic enough from what we've seen. If he's able to just really bring in like a 3,000 yard passing arsenal. To, to go with that thousand yard rushing, yeah, he can score like 20, 30 touchdowns, you know, because he can use his legs to extend those plays. And if now you got guys that are catching, you know, catching the ball at key moments that we that we watched those heartbreaking moments last year, yeah, and now we got two tight ends, yeah. So I, my thing is like, like, look, I want them to draft the running back, honestly, because that <laughs> offense. Well, no, my point is you can sustain. The defense is not going to be that great. It's going to it's still going to be average, but you can at least sustain drives and 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 run that clock out. That's all. Looking at how San Francisco and the Packers' offenses ran, we're running that two running back type you know scheme anyway. The, the zone run running. <laughs> Look at Pat's face. It's like I'm just saying, you know. But I'm just Pat, I'm not. I'm not Pat, Pat Joel, doesn't Joel, leave Joel, a draft in. My- or paying a running back at all, Listen, dog. As soon as you say running back, I'm a, I'm a, I'm you're like a, seventh a, rounder. Like, no, you know why? 
No, Fifth. he's 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 because because the NFL and history is on my side. That's why nah, because the nah. NFL and history is on my side. Now nah, let me tell y'all, it's, <laughs> it's, it's no, fifth, you know why? It's fifth, it's fifth unless it's Derrick Henry. It's fifth unless it's Derrick Henry. Then, hey, bro, then, listen, listen. The Bears had then. an opportunity. The Bears were talked about trading for Derrick Henry this year, and I literally <laughs> said no because you're not a running but, back uh, away. What was I, what was I now I would that? love it, right? The fan no, in I, me. They, they, I, here's the thing: I can separate the fan in me and what I actually want the team to do. Yeah. The fan in me, like you can't tell me that wouldn't be exciting. Derrick Henry and Justin Fields in a backfield. Oh my God! I would you love don't that. know what's gonna happen. What Even if he throw a screen pass, you can fake a screen pass, run to the left. You can hand the ball like it. It would be it would be music. But Derrick Henry makes sixteen million dollars this year. I was about to say that cap hit hard. That listen, that's like that's like that's like bringing back uh, that's like bringing Jimmy Butler back to the Bulls this year. Yeah, Ooh, or next wee. year. You know what I mean? Like forty five mil, a lot of money when uh when I got to look at you. Nah, my, I, my point, the only reason I agree with you for the most part about the running back situation, it's just that. If Bijan looks like one of those top tier dudes that Bijan's that guy, he's I think he's that guy. But also, typically when they draft a running back, they they typically run them right in the ground. Like when they finally when they you know get drafted, and this is I think from the ground up, this is almost like Dallas Cowboy ish, where you're kind of got the rookie quarterback with the Smith with the you know like all at the same time versus. He's now the workhorse guy that gets yeah. running the ground and he's running for, you know, what is it? A uh, hundred, what is it? hundred, 300 care. What is the number? You know, 22,000 yards rushing and he's barely made through his rookie year. Like, I don't think we have to work him that hard. Well, I, I mean, I think the thing is, right? Like Zeke's legitimately one of the greatest college running backs I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. He just got cut. Yeah, but after what eight years? But bro, that he yeah, but he, he ain't for, been he, he ain't been productive deal, for three. Bro. Yeah, but that's also Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott. Like he's not. Yeah. But I, yeah. I look at I don't know if Bijan is closer to like on the Adrian Peterson side of you know, like wanting to play football and right. dominate yeah, versus me. Zeke is just. I mean, he's done to me. He's done a lot of boneheaded stuff. He's oh, yeah, that. but you you got to show me. You know, yeah, listen, I I I'll be I'll be wrong more times than I'll be right. When it comes to taking a running back, I'll take a running back in the first round if I got nothing else I'm worried about. If I look at the rest of my team and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, we need one more impact player, and, and, uh, and that ain't it. You're minimizing, but you're minimizing him. And not to be in defense of Ezekiel Elliott, but they did like pay him and then like lose a, their line. And it was like, all right, no, nah, you can't pay the running back and not have lose a line. line. No, nah, they, they got no, 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 they got hurt. They got hurt. And well, yeah, they, I'm saying yeah. like they, they didn't have their line available, so then like he looked real bad for like two seasons because hey, like but Tony Pollard, but he's not real a, good in them two but, seasons. But, <laughs> his skill, but see, Ezekiel Elliott is a downhill runner type guy. We're talking about there's Bijan is potentially you're talking like a McCaffrey or receiving McCaffrey, type of running back. Saquon in that area. Yeah, like that's what we're talking about. It's it's the fit for the scheme, and I think he fits that scheme. The uh, the only I mean, issue take that to form for two uh two 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 mil. <laughs> the only the only issue with that is the fact that they Justin was second in QB hits. Like that that that's my issue. If 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 the if the line was sewn up, then 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 I'll be I'll be right with you. I'm I'm t- I'm taking that ten out of ten. Like the 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 offense should be putting up at least twenty five to twenty seven a game. 
and 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 the and the defense would be solid enough. But J- Justin was second in quarterback hits, and I, and you need Justin upright to win these games. At the end of the day, so I, I mean, as as much as I like Bijan, and I, I was the first person to tell Pat about Bijan before the, the draft even started, and and he's actually Steph love good. bringing me a running back, and, and he and he's actually good <laughs> in pass protection. Steph love bringing but me a running back. Se- second and quarterback hits. That's all I'm saying. Because that's all Steph's team has had. It's all Steph. T- that's all our team has had. <laughs> listen, listen, but but you know where you can find them, guy. I just I just love the the sentiment that like you have to have this dynamic running back in a league that literally tells you, like, we just don't care about these mugs. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't take if, – if if the league don't care about a player, you don't take that player in the first round. Like, they literally well, well, don't okay. care about running backs. They, I will well, say this, though. The, the best systems in the NFL have that dual threat scheme and they they rely on their running backs heavy, whether even even as, like, an additional receiver – I didn't say you didn't have to have one. You got to have a running back. I just think that they're a position that I've seen a hundred yards separate a dude that was taken third overall versus a dude that was taken in the fifth round. That's like saying, I mean, I mean, like that's that's just what it is, realistically, right? Like Jordan Jordan Howard did that his first year with Zeke. That's what I was going to say. Jordan Howard did that his first year with Zeke. I mean, we've seen this multiple times. Guess what? David Montgomery was a back that we couldn't get rid of this offseason, right? You got to re-sign him. He's a leader in the locker room. He's an impact player. He was a fifth round pick. Yeah, I mean, like you, you can find. But this is this is running back you, right? Nothing changed. Remember, we couldn't we couldn't move on from. Uh, 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 Roquan Smith, because how will we ever find another impact player, Tremaine Edmonds? Oh, God, how do we... Uh, oh, this guy knows how to find uh, uh, linebackers. Of course we do. That's all we got. We got nothing <laughs> That's all we've ever done. But I linebackers, think... defensive I... linemen, and running backs. Yeah, but you... that's actually a good segue, though, because I know we're going to beat this running back thing to to, to pure hell. Like, hey, we're we going to beat it on. just like a running back is getting beat down out here. You know what I mean? Paul. Paul. Before you do that, before you do that, let's pay some bills real quick. We do want to make this transition. Also, we do want to tell you guys uh, to like the video if you haven't done so. We got 64 people up in this mug. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page, man. We are live daily, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Breaking down the show. You also can listen to the podcast over on any podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. We're on Google Podcasts. All oh, that good stuff. I think we're on Amazon Podcasts as well. I didn't even know we was over there. <laughs> I need to know he's over there. So shout out to y'all. Uh, but hey, we do got to tell you guys about a really, really special uh, uh, group that is that is working with us, company that is working with us, man. Because listen, man, sometimes you just want to hold on. Let me let me full screen this real quick. I don't even think Joel's seen these yet, right here, because he'll be watching the show. But hey, man, yeah, yeah, but just yeah, you know, I watched it. You want You want to go out? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Hey, hey, what was it? What was that? Wait, wait, wait. What was the? Yeah, I watch it. Hey man, you ever want to go out? Right, you're going out before a game. Maybe they take you to a nice restaurant. You don't want to be out there full jerseyed out at a nice restaurant, right? So you got a nice bomber jacket getting you through the dinner. You just throw that over, maybe a little, you know, regular t-shirt. But you still want to show your fandom at the game. That's where goat coats come in. Cause bam, stop playing with. Look at this. Look at this, 23, MJ, what's good, baby? Chicago Bulls jersey on the inside, man. Goat Coats is an amazing company that allows you to be modest, but also model your 
fandom wherever you go. The one thing that I love about Goat Coats is these jackets are 100 100% reversible as well. So if you want to wear the jersey on the outside when you get to the game, you absolutely can. And you can get these jerseys in the name and or jersey of any player you want. I, they have them in the NFL, NBA, NHL. The hockey ones are crazy, actually. It's like a hockey sweater. It's actually mad fire. So you got to get in tune with all of that, man. Go over to GoatCoats.com. And here's the best part. For a limited time, you can use the promo code WINDYCITY to get 5% off your order of a single item or use the promo code WINDYCITY2 for the purchase of two items or more to get 15% off. Make sure you guys go over to GoatCodes.com. It's the reason that we here at The Breeze believe these are Chicago merch, the way Chicago fans feel. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Look at that professional ad read by Pat. Boom! Pat, Pat's getting better at this, you know? I've been doing this a little while, bro. Yeah, I mean, I've been he's, doing he's, this a little while. Hey, 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 you still up. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Chef Mac real quick. $2 Super Chat. Appreciate you for chiming in and supporting the channel monetarily like that. It says Bijan is going to the Eagles, I feel. And hey, the Eagles better get somebody. They lost <laughs> the, a lot of people. The Eagles better get somebody. The Eagles just said, hey, uh, we give up. <laughs> hey, nah, if Bijan go over there with, with, with Jalen, that's, that's, that's a problem. That's scary. That's scary. That's scary. But, but why wouldn't it be scary? Let me play quarterback real quick because I nah, have no idea nah. who this guy is. So I'm going to go ahead and let you all speak on it. So topic as we move on, bear side defensive lineman, uh, Rashad Green. Great. All right. Let's talk about the running back. Now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we got to talk about the room. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the latest room. addition to the Bears. Yeah, we Bears we getting back in free agency. Man. It's uh, depth. Great. All right. You know, okay. we, we still need four starters on the defensive line, you know. So so is it was it just me when I was just like, I mean, I kind of I heard about him, but I was like, I don't see it. Like, I, I mean, yeah. Um, it's depth. It's, it, it, it's, a, it's a depth move. He's He's a... He's a potential starter on your team, depending on what you do. He's more of a seven technique than anything else, but he can be uh, uh, played at three technique position. Um, I don't know, man. I, it, 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 it is like he said. Is it, it moving Rashid, needle for the Bears? At no. Any, no. Just, just no. add it. No. Just another guy you don't have to draft for. No, uh, no, you, you still, you still got to draft for. Him. You still got to draft for him, in my opinion. But I, I think I think Rasheem Green's going to be a nice piece. Here's the thing that I love about it, though. This is the reason that I wanted to bring it to the show. Another one-year deal. I love how Ryan Poles is setting this team up to move forward. You got to have bets on your team, right? He talked today, literally. Or was it today or yesterday? Something. Where he was on the uh, second... What? Oh, man, I want to be able to give credit to the podcast because it was actually really good. The second, second act podcast, I want to say. Uh, with Peanut Tillman, uh, I want to make sure I'm saying this right. NFL players second acts. Yeah, okay. Uh, with Charles Tillman and uh, Roman Harper. Uh, and he was literally talking on that about how the first move he made last year was to go get Larry Ogunjobi. Didn't end up working out. But he was trying to add a veteran presence to this Chicago Bears team. That's why I feel like this is important, right? Because I don't expect... Uh, Rasheem Green to be this huge impact player. 
But I like that he's bringing these guys in literally on a, hey, just come in here, make sure everybody's kind of in the right spot. Make sure guys aren't getting out of line. Make sure that we have the culture built up into this room. That's what I feel like a lot of these one-year deals are for these yep. guys that are 29, 30 years old. Hey, you got to have veterans in the, in the league. You got to have veterans on the team. The Chicago Bears led the NFL in first and second year player snaps. I will guarantee you this. Talent aside, more of the Bears being a three-win team is because of that than the fact that we lost Roquan, than the fact that we lost uh, Allen Robinson, the fact that we lost uh, Robert Quinn. The fact Because when you don't have a veteran presence on your team, you don't know how to navigate the NFL. We've seen that clearly time and time again. You don't know, right, like, okay, we're in this situation. I've never been in this situation in an NFL game. The pressure is crazy. What do I need to do? Maybe don't play up on Tyreek Hill. Maybe that's not the, maybe that's not the move. Maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe, maybe, maybe right, like, you, you've never been in these situations before. You don't know how to attack these situations. So I love how he's bringing in guys on these, like, one-year deals just to even help out, right? Like, the veteran guys, I think about the fact that Robert Quinn was on the team all up until Braxton Jones didn't need him anymore. Mm. People still talk about how Robert Quinn's agility, how his ability to get past a defensive lineman, the moves that he used. They they say he's got, he had a, uh, Braxton Jones said he had a move where it's like a up hitch and then like a smack to get you out of position. He was like, nobody else in in the NFL does this move. And literally everybody says that. And it's something that Braxton Jones was able to kind of develop and try and figure out how to do. Mm. You know what I mean? So I, I like I like these kind of moves. I, I like bringing in guys that have been in the league before. Well, what's interesting is how do we know that maybe there's a diamond in the rough, kind of like an Akeem Hicks, you know, when, when our previous administration signed some guys, you're like, okay. And then this game ends up being like a motor, the, the motor of the defense actually. So I think to your point, too, like just just from all the talk of the draft and, you know, Jalen Carter, you wonder if one of the other issues is that like if we had that veteran presence to help, like we get this young pup because he seems to have some immaturity issues. Right. To have someone next to him to help yeah. versus hiring uh, bringing him in to be that guy. And he's not necessarily in the position to to take that role. And maybe that's what's happening. We don't have. Uh, the guys that maybe help bring him along. So they might be a shift in the draft, which mm-hmm. is that. And that's why I was, my thing is not to necessarily beat the running back topic uh, to death about it. But my point is that we get that type of player, but also the fact is that we could keep the defense off the field because we can, you know, keep the, if we got three, now you're talking about three running backs with Dante Foreman and Herbert. And then we got this guy, like the defense is not going to be fixed in one year. Yeah. Well, I I think I think to me, right, like I think you can you have to attack this line, though. Right. Like that's why getting guys in here that have been in the NFL for multiple seasons um, does help you. That's why getting guys that have, you know, more of a career than just one season, two seasons in the NFL does help you because now you're now you're adding that veteran depth to your defensive line. Adding depth to your defensive line is very, very, very important. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it's oh, it's yeah. one of those things that um that's where your focal point of the rest of your talent is going to be able to come from. That's where the focal point of having Tremaine Edmonds, having TJ Edwards, having Jack Sanborn is actually going to be impactful. 
to me, right? Like, I, I, I've said this a bunch of times on this show. I love uh, what a lot of the Bears DBs and, and linebackers have been in their history, but it doesn't happen if you don't got guys that can't sack the quarterback. You know, uh, to interject there, it's Rasheem Green. Rasheem, yeah, yeah Rasheem. Well, I'm not going to bust you on that text message. But anyways, uh, he had six and a half sacks when he was a full-time starter, um, which that works, you know, for, for depth rotation. People could get to the quarterback. Yeah. Which we didn't do a good job of last season. I also like the fact that it's a one-year deal. And I'm looking at it, and I, I'm like, all right, why would you just do a one-year deal? Like, what's the – what's – like, Pose has structured a lot of one-year deals, and, and it's really because the free agency next year is pretty deep, like – because you don't well, expect he, these muds to be here. There's he a lot three, of he people available for next season. So it's like you give yourself the best opportunity to see, hey, let's, these are like prove-it deals, as they say. See if this works out, we go long-term. If not, I have my exit route, which is – that's the best thing about Pose that I like. He's given himself an escape route every single deal on every single position. He's playing Whether chess. Whether like it or not. Uh, He's done it with quarterback. He's doing it with all the other skill positions. He's given himself. I mean, the ones that we've signed long term, those guys deserve long term contracts. Yeah, yeah. He so had he has. A, he had three yeah. and a half sacks last year. You yeah. Know, so. I, 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 listen, he's he's a nice he's a nice vet piece that you want to add to your team. I don't think that he's a long term piece for you. I think that right, like when you look at that twenty twenty one. Seattle defense, that defensive line was, if I'm not, is that 2020 or 2021? When it, 2021, their defensive line was nice, right? Like they were they were yeah. able to attack. Uh yeah. they were able to get to the quarterback in a in a good matter. So, right, like he's able to benefit off of that. You see, when he was on Houston and he had to be kind of that lone wrecking piece, the sacks went down yeah, a little bit. Two shutdown corners. Too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that right, like he's a nice piece to have. I don't think that this is a uh-huh. This isn't our Akeem Hicks signing. This isn't our, uh, this is the guy that's going to be the the focal point here. It might be a little bit of an insight, right? Like this might actually be a little bit of an insight into what the Bears plan on doing in the draft because we've talked about the Bears basically going out and getting a three technique. How much this, like it's literally been mm-hmm. like, yeah. you, you need one. Like it's the one thing that you need yeah. for this defense to work. Uh, and he can play the three technique. So, Maybe this is a, right, he's 25, it's a one-year deal. Again, a vet presence on the defensive line. Maybe you're hoping he can get back to that six-and-a-half sacks um, that he had in Seattle. But maybe this is a sign of, yeah, we're probably not going three technique Uh and we have to have somebody that plays that position here. Maybe this is telling us that they are going to go either receiver or offensive lineman at nine, and and they're going with more of a project at, at that defensive line later on in the draft. I think I think what it is too, if if nothing else, especially for this year, because because kid talked about the exit route thing, and he and him signing all these guys to these one year deals, if the Panthers don't make the playoffs, uh, uh, next season, and let's just say that pick it, that pick is top five. What what Joe said, right? The the wide receiver room is already pretty good. You you may get a top five de- uh defensive piece. Uh, next, you may be able to get a top five defensive piece next season. So, so you, you, you may never really know. I, I really, I'm right along the lines with Kid. I really like what Paul is doing because if it, if it's not gonna be this year, and 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 Jalen Carter's got questions, and you, and you don't go out, and you get um, 
and you and you and you don't go out and you get the uh what 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 is the uh Kalijah Kansi? Yeah, uh yeah, Kalijah Kansi Pittsburgh, and yeah. uh and he a dog, bro. I ain't gonna lie to yeah, you. Yeah, if you if you don't get Kalijah Kansi and the uh it it was a, it was another one on the list from the other day. I keep his his name his name is slipping me. Right Offensive now. or defensive? Defensive. Tyree He's, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, Ty, if you, if you don't yeah. get uh Tyree Wilson, you get a Paris Johnson next next season. Also, there might be a guy uh, that you that you feel like is top five material to fit into this into the middle of this defensive line yeah. with the with those vet presences, so they'll be able to bring them along. So I mean, I, I feel like it, these are these are good problems to have, and it's a W all the way around for Pose. Pose absolutely knows what he's doing right now. He's in a good situation. I think this is one of those things where we have because we know that he's playing three D chess at this point. We feel good about this project we also know that hey if it don't work it's only for a short amount of time mm-hmm. so no, no, don't worry it's for a hey. short time not a long time hey we hey listen this is gonna be uh we go oh you're here you're gone all right anyway so uh but we have hey, hey, what's that what's that, that what's that simpson meme of his uh uh uh, uh the granddad coming into mo's bar putting the hat up and then walking right back out <laughs> walking right back out <laughs> <laughs> No nope. last last fifteen minutes, y'all. We got to shift to some NBA, and it's actually uh, we didn't have this topic on the docket, but I got to bring it up because I was gonna uh, say you're just gonna skip over Tyree talk about retirement. Yeah, 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 because he don't play for the Bears or the Bulls. I mean, and we got good Bears and Bulls content to get out, and then we, we got get Bulls to talk content. About the stuff. Okay, we got good we got Bulls, Bulls content. content. You ready okay. for it? I don't know if people realize this, but today's game actually means a lot. Like this game, people really have to play for. Both teams are fighting for the last playing spot. No, they're not. The Bulls already have uh Clint. Well, both teams are the Dallas Mavericks are the fighting. The Dallas for the last Mavericks place. are fighting for the last playing spot. Or if they don't get it, they have an 80% chance of keeping their pick. Oh, they're gonna keep that pick. <laughs> hey, hey, hey that pick that pick is done. That hey, listen, hey, listen, that hey, listen. Is <laughs> that pick is picked. And that's how we pivot off of that topic. <laughs> hey, quick, that pick is picked. Hey, did you want to play in the play in or do you want to get the pick? Yeah, I take the pick. I don't think they What's resigned the Kyrie either. No, they I think they are. I don't think they resigned Kyrie because no, everything not. that just went down with Mark Cuban. They're not. Oh my God, we're Mark, we're we're struggling because his father, because Jalen Brunson's father got bro, involved. You can't you can't be out here exposing agents' uh, text messages between you and your GM. And I was like, well, prepare to never have a free agent come to Dallas again, Mark. Good job. That's bro. always been Mark Cuban, though. Mark Cuban has been is one of the most transparent uh, owners in in NFL. I mean NBA. Hey, bro, I, I, I sure. don't know. I don't. I don't know if. Uh, and they love I, to. I, I, he he ain't, he ain't, he ain't never. Love he to ain't, play there. He ain't. He ain't never just openly exposed. Yeah, nah. That's um, meetings that were supposed the- to be going down between an agent and like nah, <laughs> like that's wild. Like you you put you putting that out to the media. What what um. My client and, and the GM of the team are talking about nah, bro. I <laughs> think realistically, he did it to in protection of Kyrie and stuff like that because of the narratives. Everyone was like, "You did this when you could have kept him," and it was like, "Well, that's just not how it unfolded." And bro, he's being about- very transparent about that. And so that's I, now here's the thing, and this has always been Mark Cuban. Him being as transparent as he is has always ruffled feathers. He's always been one of the most controversial owners in the NBA. 
since he's started the team. Hey, like, and he, kid, he really and kid. He Hands also on. don't never get free agents. Hands on. <laughs> Hey, bro, I remember when they was getting DeAndre Jordan. Hey, listen, listen, he also never hey, gets hey, free agents, hey, bro. Like, to get DeAndre Jordan. Like, we're not saying different things here. I'm just saying it's going to get worse. Like, what 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 free agent is going to Dallas? I can't name the last one. <laughs> he's traded hey, for hey, all hey, his hey, he's hey, traded he, for all his, his, his talent. Hey, he couldn't he name Tyson the last Chandler. one like they, he couldn't name the last one like they couldn't name a Joe Button song. Ooh, that was, hey, ooh, that hey. was Tyson Chandler. Wow, you're talking Tyson what, Chandler, probably. What? I mean, I mean, the last hey, person that was like an impact player in the NBA that literally was like, I kind of want to go there. Probably Tyson DeAndre Chandler. Jordan, but he changed his mind. Well, DeAndre Jordan no. didn't go. He did change his mind. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, no, he changed his mind. He's like always really close, but like somebody come in and make a deal that they just can't really. Cause I remember, uh, I think it was a hey, hey, no, nah, I will Somebody say this. was going down. I will there. say this. I will say this. I think that's his marketing. I ain't gonna lie to you. I think that's his. I think he be knowing he ain't getting deals. So he be like, gas up the jet. Let's fly out there, and we're not gonna get in his house. Hey, I ain't gonna lie to you, dog. That happened too many times. How many stories we got about Mark Cuban <laughs> flying to somebody's crib and they won't let him in to talk to him? We we had him. I was holding his hand while he had to pin, but Doc Rivers was punching me in the face while he was not allowing him to say, like, come on, bro. It's too many stories of that. I'm not buying it no more, bro. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But for some odd reason, he always, he seems to have a winning yeah. franchise. Love, Fair. Right? Every, every free agent... Every free agent story, they draft well. They do draft they well. Draft. They drafted no, Jalen Brunson. They drafted Luka. Pretty much from Dirk to to Luka. But but bro, like it's it's just one of them things where bro, like no, no lie, every free agent story around Mark Cuban feel like it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the eighties, bro. It's just like we came in helicopters blazing. I jumped out. I could see Jamal Murray in my sights, but then Mike Malone shot me through the arm with an hey, arrow, and hey, I wasn't able to put the pen to paper. It's like bro, that, like though? this can't keep happening, bro. Woes will make it worse because he'd be like, oh man, heartbreaker for Dallas. They had him like right at the last second. Like, bro, like, (laughs) hey, bro. Dallas has lost every free agent buzzer beater in free agency <laughs> history, bro. Hey, it's it's literally like the like oh, the, the, uh, the uh, they free agency be like the the Kawhi shot, but like it continues to happen. Oh god, that's so funny, dog. Did they sign Jason Terry? Did, or was that a trade? That's still all a those long time pe- all ago, his championship teams. I think that was a trade. I think that was nah, a trade. Too. Jason Kidd was. Jason, Jason Kidd was a signing. Jason was Kidd a was a signing, signing I believe. Nah, That's probably was, your best one. Was that from New Jersey? Hey, hey look, hey, look, hey, look. But then you signed him to be your head coach, and it was downhill from that. But you got to think about it. For a team that never really gets that big-time, you know, free agent, he's, like you said, their draft process is phenomenal. So they, they haven't really had to focus on that. Like, you got to think about it. He's drafted. What three or four Hall of Famers? He should have more than what he does. I don't though. know if Mark was uh, a part of all of them. Mark wasn't a part of. He's only drafted Luca. Yeah, I think. And well, and we, Luca, the- Luca probably go to the Hall. We can give him that. No, but- he drafted Dirk, didn't he? No, he wasn't no. the owner. Yet. And what's right, funny? Well, no, and that was also a trade. That's nineteen. That's nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, and that and that wasn't that was also a trade, by the way, because Milwaukee drafted Dirk and then traded. <laughs> bro, bro, bro. Dirt, to, dirt to Giannis is cr- yo. 
Well, Dirk didn't play much. That, I don't yeah, think he played I, it off I, I, I know, I know, but I, I was, I was just saying. Well, they're all projects. Yeah, they, saying. no one really thought that. I mean, yeah, it, back back then, fly. drafted drafting yeah, an international but, player was a gamble because that for every for every Dirk Nowitzki, there was a Darko Milicic. Uh, <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. But I mean, like they they should have way more free agents than they do because, like, no state income tax. I mean. Bro, don't nobody want to listen. If I'm gonna go down to Dallas and play for a basketball team, it's not gonna be the one in Dallas. It's gonna be Houston. I wouldn't be them either. Like I'm gonna go to the Spurs. They still pop. (laughs) I don't know if I want. Nah, pop. Nah, pop. Don't. Nah. Hey, we we gotta stop saying that. Pop. Pop is not. Hey, hey listen, Pop is listen. like Bill Belichick right now. It's hey, slipping. Hey, 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 I'm gonna <laughs> tell, tell, tell you this right now. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I don't think let he's them slipping. get he let, just, the, let them get Victor Wembanyama right to watch how many people go down there. You said who? Let hey. them get. Hey, hey, look. Let them get Victor Wembanyama. See, this is the thing. Pop is actively like, no, you can't come here. Go away. Go like they literally had talented players. And they was like, please leave. Like J- <laughs> Jakob, go. Uh, Dejounte, leave. What what you trading me for? A bag of balls, like and a dead dog. Pause. <laughs> Pause. It's crazy. Pause. Pause. Yeah, crazy. I mean, a bag of balls and a dead dog. Pause. That's what we trading you for. Like, like we want to bury the dog in San Antonio. You know uh, what I yeah. mean? Like, so they, they not they not doing nothing. Like, I guarantee you, you get Victor Wimbignano on that team after that first year, Pop going coach him. All of a sudden, they gonna be back in the free agency market. Well. Um, I think going. wherever Victor goes, that's everybody's going. It doesn't matter. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want him to do that, bro. Like, you y'all just y'all just ready for Pop to retire so he can ride off on the sunset and actually not have no, these. I actually want seasons. him to retire. He has no reason. Nah, nah. He's he's he's, he's done everything. He's won five I, chips. He lost his wife. Like, hey, hey, Pop. Whoa, it's, it's, whoa, he's losing whoa, his whoa, hair. Whoa, Christ, whoa, like, what the whoa, heck? Why was that? The, I don't even look at it like that. No, what was that the addition? No, wait. No, no. Saying, like you gotta look at it. Like he he's at that point where it's like, yo, Jesus. Like, Jesus. It's cool, bro. You just got left you, that part out. That was right. He's done everything. He's he's won championships. Yo. He's lost his wife. What? Yeah, that's <laughs> the criteria. You're that right. No, like, bro. Like, I'm just saying, like, Pop is at the point where it's just like, your yo, wife. Yeah. It's like, yo, go, go with Raging. You gotta relax. Yo, yo, hey, Good Lord, kid. I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. Come on now. That was a tough even a rabbit hole. It's like the facts of life right yeah. there. He's trying to he's say that he's been through a lot. But, 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 but why he's been through a lot? Why hey, hey, it? it's just not how he said, it. he said it. He said it like he was going to list all these accolades. And the second thing he mentioned was my man's losing his wife. Yo, that's crazy. Even kid know it's tough. Even kid know it's tough. He had to come in the No, no, no. Ever since that happened, though, Pop has not been the same coach. It is not, like he should be expected to be. Yo, like, he should be expected to be. It's like, just, let, it's let, just let, the what? fact that you listed championships, <laughs> losing his hair, and his wife. <laughs> like that was a part hey. of the career. Don't, y'all it's making like, it seem like I'm trying to be disrespectful to Pop, but I'm not. I felt that's how I felt. Bro, I'm not like, gonna lie. Not, not legit. That's how hey, I felt. Hey, you gotta chill, to, bro. You're trying to make me feel hey. bad. I don't. But it's trying to make me feel bad. Like, it's crazy. Have you funny. lost a loved one? You're definitely. <laughs> bro, like, hey. <laughs> Have you won an NBA championship and lost a loved one? Good lord. This man about to be a dog. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Have you lost your hair in the process? Have you lost <laughs> like, your hair on the way? I mean, hey, come Doc on is, now. You the think. fact that Doc won't let the hair go is crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. Doc out here looking like Beethoven. <laughs> but, see, but see, that's the reason why they got Lawrence Fishburne for the, uh, for the you did. 
<laughs> Lawrence Fishburne for the what? Nah, for the uh, you, they got they got they got a clip of your dad coming out. Oh my god, yeah, clipper documentary. Lawrence oh Fishburne. Oh my god, bro, we gotta. Hey, listen, we we got five minutes left, bro. That what's going on with all these docs, bro? <laughs> it's gonna be. So Hey, what's going his on with daughter might be on the, bro. His daughter hey. might be in one of those X scenes. Nah, Relax. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Relax. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're Relax. Okay. He going to people's daughters out here. Oh, geez. Hide your wife. Hide your kids. Oh, Lord. Oh, man. Time out. She put herself out there like that. that ain't got nothing to do with me. Jeez. I'm just saying, like, huh? LA is a wild place. Anyway. Hey, listen, this man. Hey, and she looked like him. That's the that's the oh, worst part. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what she looked like. That's crazy. But yeah, nah, uh, bro, the docs got to stop, bro. The docs got to stop. Why, but it, but it, why is it, that? It, that's really, it, really went, it really went off the hill fast. Like, it was like winning time. And then just like, hey, we got to make a Clippers doc. First off, why are we making a Clippers doc? We don't want a Clippers doc. Because uh, what Because of Donald Sterling. No one yeah, cares. Was- Nobody cares. What story are you finna tell me? You finna have Selma Hyatt play uh, old girl, his, his, his girlfriend that exposed him, and then that's the end of the movie? Because that's all that went down. It was just like, he's <laughs> racist. Get him out of here. All right, bet. Like, what are we doing? Like, we well, don't what, need you know, a Clippers time- doc. Winning time was just a show. Like they made that whole. Nah, like, hey, they, hey, they hey, winning, winning time story. was crazy, bro. Winning time, winning time, yo. Yeah, that's yeah, not that was was like, like, yo. wasn't. That's just a show, HBO. <laughs> that, show. Hey, that, I just, I just need Michael Jordan. I just need Michael Jordan to sign off on uh, doing a Bulls doc. I saw that we getting forty eight hours in uh, in Vegas, but I need a full on Bulls doc from like Jordan. Pre-championships, though. I don't want the championship years. Give me pre-championship. I just want to see what's going on with, like, Jordan walking in and Mush just doing cocaine and it's hookers everywhere. And Jordan, and Jordan just walking out of the room because he was a good Christian boy from North Carolina. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my eyes. Like, okay, Jordan. Okay, Mike. Yeah, we believe you. All right. All right. Well, uh, topic for next time, though. Um, having to see the, uh, the air movie. And uh, it's interesting, the perspective of was it the shoes that actually that make you do what you do? Put push Michael to the, the 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 levels that he went to based off the deal that he got, you know, because he got a you know oh, yeah. I mean we all know that he got he's got he got like ten percent he makes ten yeah, percent yeah, off yeah. earnings, but it's like when you think about the type of money he ended up making in eighty four well eighty five eighty six eighty seven eighty eight like he was making serious money because NBA contracts the most he ever made was four million. Before he, before the TV money came in, and yeah. he was making the thirty, so it's like it's interesting that the the two worlds collide to make this like epic or like a, what is it a um an eclipse where these two worlds come together to collide to make what ends up happening, which is history. On top of him playing hard, but then correlating to the the the, the shoe contract, it's interesting. Yeah, hey, listen, I, I I love that that aspect of just like how Muggs was making money before like basketball was giving him like life changing money. Like four million back then was life changing money, but like it's like twenty. It wasn't. Now. It wasn't right. Astronomical right. money at yeah. But but like but like Muggs on one contract are getting like generational wealth now. Where back yeah. then it oh, was yeah, like, yeah. hey, you can blow this money real quick. Like he the first, <laughs> he's the first one to get that type of. Everybody else just got a little <laughs> and they got a little salary, but. Based off his his performance and his you know notor- notoriety, that that also turned into to sales. 
you know, and it's just interesting. Like maybe it was the shoes. Now the real question is, does Viola Davis cry as Michael Jordan's mom in this movie? I don't want to say anything. There's usually there's usually a good Viola Davis cry with like the snots coming out. It's like a heavy tear. I've been standing right here with you, Troy. Oh my God, Jesus! (laughs) I I think the crazy thing about it is, all you want to be is a football player. (laughs) (laughs) This all would be if Magic took that Nike deal. Oh, that's right. He did say that. Now that documentary was on with Apple. Hey, magic. magic magic to converse bro hey, like, magic's trying to get paid right away he hey, was like not hey, giving me stock i ain't hey, want no stock hey bro, hey, bro. Like, hey, hey no did you see what he said how much his stock would be worth right now six billion dollars <laughs> talk six about an l talk about an l hey hey listen. hey hey it's an l on two <laughs> hey it's an l on two fronts why was y'all playing in Converse, Joe? That's the real question we got to ask y'all. No, Why was y'all Converse playing in the 80s came in out with Converse, a bro? In the 80s, Converse was actually hey, a hot have you shoe. Ever, have you ever put on that Converse basketball shoe? I never yeah. put Converse ever. It's I've a pair a of leather Chuck Taylors, bro. Like, nah, it's still not a good shoe, bro. <laughs> well, at the time, you got to think at the time, at the time, it was one of the best shoes for them. That's why when people compare errors, I'd be like, dog, you they was hooping in Stacey Adams. You can't sit there and tell me you know bro, they were, <laughs> like, it wasn't even like, it wasn't even Stacey Adams, bro. They was hooping in them TJ Maxx specials out here, facts, bro. Like, like their hey, mugs hey. are terrible. But see, that, that's what I'm saying though. Like, like, bro, like you, ain't no way, just because of the name, we just gonna keep hooping in this shoe. Like it's it wasn't a better shoe. <laughs> dog, it was the best shoe they had until the Nikes hit. I mean, it was the technology uh, based the technology. on them developing yeah. that soul and the whole air that was like transforming the game. But other than that, it was just, you know, put a leather, a leather uh, sole on it and, or the canvas, you know, material and keep, keep it moving. Tie that mug up to your kneecap like Leonidas in 300 and hope that your ankles don't snap off halfway through your career. I saw interest. So I, I had, I watched interesting. I think it was about Tinker Hatfield and they were saying how they designed shoes. Their premise was to fix a problem, which I appreciated that they did something for helping people versus we're just making money. And so, you know, that's kind of the origin of Nike in a sense. Like, so when they started looking at like plantar fasciitis and they started putting arch support in, right? So it was interesting that, you know, the the reason, you know, they ended up, how they design shoes for the purpose that they have now. Because could you imagine just maybe what the technology would have been like for a lot of those players in the 60s and 70s? You know, because... How hard are you running on those on that court like that with those type of flash shoes? I could never open those. Hey, shoes. Fam, That's fam. why they look so slow. Hey, fam. That's you... why they look so slow because they have to sit there and you're going like if you look at Jerry West's two dribble pull up on a lot of them clips, it looks like he's about to slip. <laughs> so yeah. if he's hey. dribbling hard, two dribble stop pull up, which is the the still one of the most unstoppable moves in basketball to this day. Kevin Durant, that's his two dribble pull up. It, like we finna could talk about. By Kevin the way, Durant. by the way, nine and zero. Hey, hey, yeah, that's crazy. Dog. That's crazy. Oh. Yeah, they nine and zero right now. So it's hey. like it's like you if you really look at it, I hate when people do the whole everything because it's like that's the one biggest thing. The tech in the shoes, the tech in the shoes. If you look at that, man, I put some Nikes on Jerry West. I just I just love kids saying I hate when people do the errors thing, but the first topic he brought that he want to break down as a series on the show is let's do the goats. I said we got to do a goat pyramid because everybody does one and we've never done one. Oh, you talking about like, like goat of goats? 
No, I, I want to do it by position. Oh, you talking about just NBA? Just NBA. I oh, just yeah, want to do it yeah, by uh, position. Same I want to do it by position <laughs> simply because I, I honestly think like. Hey, listen, Wayne Gretzky's the GOAT. I don't care what nobody say. Out of all the GOATs, Wayne Gretzky's the GOAT. <laughs> what about my man Hamilton in uh, Formula One? Wayne Gretzky's the GOAT. Nah. Listen, listen kid, kid, kid. Uh, to everybody here. There are players that could break scoring records. They could break any record you want. And Wayne Gretzky would still have over a thousand points on him. <laughs> they could break. First off, most people would never break Wayne Gretzky's record. If we ever see that player again, everybody here needs to stop and start watching hockey because that's how monumental <laughs> that will be, bro. That's how that's how amazing that will be. There is no goat. Uh, Michael Jordan's the greatest. At, no, Wayne Gretzky. Bam, bam. The next closest man ain't close. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, hey, listen. You know how LeBron like finally caught up on score. Like the next closest man ain't close, bro. How Chris Paul kind of close with steals. The next closest man ain't close. You know, you know what's crazy about LeBron? LeBron playing two extra seasons, and the next man won't be close. But but you know it's crazy that you know Kareem did that with no threes, and LeBron's doing that with threes and a bunch of Hall of Famers on the squad. I mean, but Kareem also had a bunch of Hall of Famers. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, like, I can't like, give you that one, dog. Hey, why are you trying to skew that? Why are you trying to skew that? <laughs> like, yeah, we're just going to move past this real quick. Like, nah, just, bro, just move like, past like, the greatest point guard of all time. Just like, just move clean past that guy. Like, hey, bro, why? Hey, what just happened to Magic? Hey, Kareem no, no, didn't no. have any, only had one ring before Magic, and then all of a sudden he gets four. Just trying to figure out what changed there, Joe. Like, I, I know, I know. <laughs> You're right. I'm sorry. But we're still talking about the first 10 years of, you know, his career plus. It, it was extended. I'll give you that. All I'm I mean, saying is. He had the best assist in the world. No, no, no. I, I'll, I'll give you that. But my point is that he did that on two pointers where LeBron, you got two and three. So it's just crazy to quantify, like, how, how crazy that was that Kareem could do that on two pointers. I don't you know? know how much Kareem was getting fouled every game, though. He might have been at the free throw line a lot. That's what I'm saying. He probably well. He might have been James Harden at that job. We had to look at his numbers. I mean, the, considering that fouls back then was literally punches. He could have been. Hey, I do want to hit on this uh, this Kevin Durant thing because the Suns are eight zero with Kevin nine Durant in the lineup. Are they eight? Pat wanted to talk about it. Is it eight or nine? I nine. think it's nine. I thought, now. I thought it was it's nine. Eight and zero with, with eight. No, okay. All right, eight. Oh, okay, eight. No. Um, yeah, man. I mean, listen, question, real question. Uh, are the Suns, when healthy, the best team in the Western Conference? Because no. I don't see, <laughs> I mean, listen, they, they've taken down all the best teams. Now you got to do it in seven games. It's a lot harder to do it in a seven game series when um, a team gets the game plan for you, but they do have one of the <clears throat> most ungame planable players on their team. And um, Devin Booker, you can game plan for, but he he can get around it as well. And Chris Paul, I mean, what you gonna game plan for? Like, he a cone defensively, but that man gonna find you some uh, find you in the right spots. Man, that sounds like you about to say something else every time you say that. But anyway, um... <laughs> I'm rooting for the Suns. I, I, the whole problem is, will Chris Paul stay healthy? And he probably won't. Nah, that's not my. I think issue it's with. Kevin Durant. Will Kevin Durant stay healthy? I think I think that this all really comes down to if DeAndre Ayton 
yep. it, it is is really is really gonna be tough enough down there when it when it gets down to it. Yeah, yep. but that's like the same potential. Like, like he, but but you you can you can you can get you can get him out of his game so easy, and for the rest of the game, this man, if if he if he's not locked in after the after the first five minutes, it's a wrap. We 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 saw we saw Giannis do that. Yeah, Gian, Giannis absolutely did that to him. Aiden Aiden was rolling as soon as they got to the finals, and he went up against Giannis. That man was crooked. Yeah, but he is who he is. Like that, I don't think it's gonna be on him. He's he is who he is. It's KD and will Chris Paul stay healthy? And the history shows that it's he can't make it. History shows that he can't. He, he can't. It's like I mean, I want him to. I mean, he was I, healthy for their finals, right? Then he got hurt. Nah, yeah. he nah he broke. Nah, I think he nah, got he hurt. Broke his hand. Nah, nah, broke he played, but he was hurt. Yeah, he, and he, yeah, he, he wasn't as effective. I mean. That's okay. He 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 you, I you want him to win. Are you are you, are you on the court in the finals? Series. Like that's 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 my no, thing. Are you no, on the court Pat, in the finals? Pat, he said he couldn't dribble. Yeah. Hey, listen. Are you on the court? So is, are you on the court in the finals? Sure. Are you effective? No. That's a big difference. That's a big difference. Look, that, that's definitely a big difference. And I'm not saying that it didn't take away from what they were able to do, but yeah, most of these mugs ain't hundred percent healthy going into the NBA finals. It's a long season. You yeah, roll ankles, jam, never fingers. healthy. He, yeah, he it, never it's healthy. Oh, listen, he listen, his hamstring, listen, his knees. Listen, this. listen, I agree with y'all. I'm just saying that the one time we saw him make a run, he was good to get them to the finals, and now you have Kevin Durant. Listen, he was, I I've told y'all many a times. I think a lot of people put Chris Paul in a place where he don't belong. Chris Paul uh, is Chris Paul is not a top five point guard all time. Chris Paul is not one of the greatest point guards. He, he, no, no, I shouldn't say that. That was too much. He is one of the greatest point guards to, to ever touch a basketball. I'm not going to say that. But but he's not Isaiah. He's not Magic. He's not. And, and Muggs want to put him he's in. He's a traditional point guard. He, he, Muggs want to put him in that conversational point guard. And he's, he's not He's not that. Yeah, but yeah, he's, he's, he's not necessarily has to be the scorer. Like Magic, Isaiah, like. He the way they run their scheme. Magic was the facilitator. No, no, no. But they're they're the, that scheme for what Magic did work for him because of his size and the way he could set up his team. That that fast break style. Isaiah's team, the way that that coaching that that style was set up for them. How Chris Paul, the way he plays his game is not predicated for like how those guys play. Listen, Chris but, Paul ain't John Stockton. See, I, I would put him more in that realm because he's I would more, put him more in that realm. He's John, more in that John style. Stockton uh, is is the second piece to help get two teams to an NBA Finals. Chris Paul ain't really been able to get yeah, one team to an NBA Finals, and neither one of them have won one. Yeah, because they ran into the to Michael Jordan. Like I get oh, that, and, and Chris but, Paul, but he got there. Hey, look, but he got there. Chris yeah. Paul literally on the Clippers got all the help he needed. But Stockton didn't get to the Finals till he was an old man too. They were all old by the time they got Stockton, to the Finals. Yeah, the West was crazy. Stockton also had the. Second or third greatest power forward to have ever played, along with like a he, bunch he, of things. He, he, he also got it that too. Utah Jazz team would have smacked that Clippers team. And the thing is, like Chris Paul had David West okay on the horns. That's, that's, that's that NBA versus this NBA. I'm just talking about one player helping his team get to a finals versus another player who couldn't get his team out of the second round. Yeah, so or well, to the second no, round. Actually, if we a, being honest, to the second round. Well, he had no because when you have a, a, a leading scorer in Carl Malone with John Stockton, Chris Paul had David West, who was a good guy. He was, you know, 17, 10 kind of guy, maybe 20. 
and then he got hurt. And then you got uh, who else? Is he? I mean, Blake Griffin was he, more he of a one dimensional play with James Harden. I'm talking about I'm talking about Clippers. Uh, 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 yeah, the Clippers. Yeah, Chris you Paul. had right. Exactly. Yeah, the, the Clippers, Chris Paul ran into a, a buzzsaw as well that's known as the Golden State Warriors. So, like, the Clippers, if you're Chris give credit, Paul wasn't healthy enough to be if, there. If you're going to oh, give credit to the Golden State Warriors, so if you're going to give credit to John Stockton for making the finals, but then running into Jordan for not winning, uh, Chris Paul ran into the team that ended up dominating the rest of the decade. But kid, that's that's and the and, and, um, but, but kid, yeah. that's the that's the um, second round versus the NBA Finals. Yeah, so if the Jazz had played the Bulls in the second round, we wouldn't be talking. But the the, the, the if Jazz, the Jazz the same had played thing. the Bulls in the second round, they would have to be in the same conference. The Jazz, the Jazz the still got thing. to the NBA Finals. I, what I'm saying no. is, look at the talent they had to play to get there. He to go through the West to get to that Finals that season. They ran through that buzzsaw. Is you can't do anything about that. Like the best teams that Chris Paul had to make a Finals, they ran it to Golden State. You, you could you could win. No, like you, we acted could, we acted like or, that Clippers team wasn't. One of the favorites in the Western Conference. They ran it every year. When they when they, cho- when they choked against the Rockets, the Rockets played the Warriors that year, right? Yes. Even yeah, with the Rockets, yeah, yeah. what was the only team that was available to, to, that was potentially going to beat the the Warriors? Yeah, not a, the Rockets. The, the Rockets. And, like, I guess you I ran guess. it to better teams. Like it, it just is what it is. Like you can't. No one's going to put the pick the Clippers over the Houston Rockets that year. No one's no. Like they had them as a favorite to go. They had them as a they had them as a top uh, team. No, the Clippers no, were a favorite no, to make no, wait, the NBA wait, no, finals no, almost every one year. of them years. I'm talking about the uh, year they choked it. They, they choked it because that's when that's when uh Josh Smith and uh because I think Dwight was on the bench and Josh Smith was teeing up from three. I I, th- I think I think that's the year that one of the years. So y'all got yeah, the the whole point of it, y'all got Chris Paul top five. No. We we had a conversation about this, but no, I think it's close. You mean top five point guard or top or, five point guard? No, oh, I, I could put him. I could go there. with top five point guard at five. You know, I'm putting Jason Kidd and Matt. I would put Jason Kidd over him. Yeah, I'm putting Jason put Kidd Stockton over him. Kidd. Stockton's Stockton. over him. Magic is over I him. Got Curry Curry is over him. I guess we have to put. Yeah, I feel like Steph Curry's more of a shooting Stephen guard. Curry's over. I guess whether we feel like that, whether we feel like that or not, he's a Steph point guard. Steph, he's Steph, a point guard. Steph, Zeke, Magic. <laughs> you know I mean? I'm looking, but see, I'm looking at assists. If you're averaging, nah. he still assists, averages eight assists, seven assists. I need ten. I need ten in my top. Ten in my what? Isaiah <laughs> Thomas don't average ten assists. I, I need ten assists because I'm looking because so like Isaiah I love, Thomas I love, is not I love a top Rondo. five point guard. Hey, J- I love, hey John, John Isaiah my, Thomas ain't a top five player. point guard. John I love my players in his top five because <laughs> I love Rondo. Like Rondo to me, underrated is one of the best. Joe got Scott Skiles top five. No, Isaiah Maybe. Thomas averaged yeah, ten one game. Isaiah Thomas averaged ten assists uh, doing those uh, doing his first leading up to his first one in his career. In his career. He's done it multiple times. In his career, does he average 10 assists? Yeah, I No. For a career, he got injured. For a career, does he average 10 assists? No. Okay. I already said that. But he averaged 10 assists for nearly five seasons. Okay. Consecutively. He He said you have to average 10 assists for your career to be in his top five. For me, in my top, you know, top 10, top five uh, point guard, yeah. Now, why would you do that, Joe? Because right, like you sitting here making a point that wasn't even being right. Like you sitting here trying to. No, you're saying you stuff for Isaiah. I said that I'm putting Chris Paul in there. That's all I was saying. 
Magic like don't even all, average all, 10 assists. Over. That's what I'm saying. Like, what are we talking about 10 assists? I, I, I think <laughs> he's talking about doing his, no, his run. That would, would like, when I, you know what? His career doing his run. Come back and then we'll, we'll, we'll clarify this. Sorry. <laughs> so, so what, that's a wild statement, Jay. I know. I know. I know. Listen, I, that's I, what I'm saying, I, bro. Like, kid, like, kid like, trying to, kid trying to skew it to make it work, to make the argument work. No, bro. Like, these must didn't average 10 assists for their career. I thought he was saying that, hey, he nah. was averaging. I didn't know, say career. He said career. That guy over there said career. I just said if you can average 10 assists a game, uh, maybe in a few a few of the seasons. I can't expect you to do 10 assists for the rest, for the, your whole career. I mean, there's going to be drop-off. I take that back. Magic does average 10 assists. And this is how you pivot. Magic averages 11 11 assists for his career. But no, no, Joe. No, Joe. That was gross. gross. (laughs) How was that gross? Hey, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait, 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 wait. To clarify, though, Magic (laughs) averages 11. Isaiah averages 9.3. He ain't. He ain't. Oh, uh, here go off. kid rounding up. Here go kid rounding up. Hey, okay. Gotta, hey, okay. The, give him the point seven, baby. Come on, let's okay. give him the point seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's point seven of an assist? Let's be kid, real. How kid. many points is that really? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. That's funny though. I ain't gonna lie. To you. That was but, funny. but to get back to additional topic, because we got way off. Way point, off right? topic. Uh, well, not really. We talking about Chris Paul, and that's that's, that's what we talk about with the Suns. Um, I don't I'm think the for. Suns are the team to beat. They're Who you got? Heavy. Who you got? I think Denver is still the team to beat, and I think that all one. the pressure is all on Denver. Like you got to look at it. The Suns beat Denver last night, but they won by four, and none of the starters played. No, yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, you know, and and it, I watched the game. They was hooping. Like KD was out there trying. Like you know, and I'm not saying that he couldn't go off for of 50 anytime he wanted to, but within the flow of that game, no, they they were taking that game seriously. Yeah. So like, no. Side note for all those Bulls fans that be like, oh, why do we do this? Even yeah, why do we lose to bench players? Because the league has that much talent. Because it's that, that much talent. It's that much talent now. And the that bench players KD are still pretty good basketball. Players. And the Suns struggled a little bit against the the. Denver for at some point. Anyway, um I mean they've also so only top- played eight games together, so they're That's still true. figuring it out too. But they're, they're so top heavy. They have they they've depleted a lot of those bench piece pieces to get KD that would have kept them like I'd feel more comfortable with those pieces coming off the bench. Like if I ask the average fan now who's coming off the bench for the Suns, they probably only named Tory Craig. That's about it. Like Tory Craig, Terrence Ross, a Kogi. No, Kogi starts when I'm on. He thing. starts. Oh, gross. No, no Kogi starts. Uh, <laughs> uh, Layman. Uh, and Layman. Yeah. You see, what's it? But you're not the average fan. I didn't exactly. know the last name you said. <laughs> 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 and and, and, and uh, you should, because he hooped the Bulls up. Did he say Christian Leitner? Is that what I just <laughs> said? <laughs> so, that's so top heavy that it's like yeah, in a Jay, playoff Jay, series. Jay Layman. I think yeah. Jake Layman is his name. But he, he hooped the Bulls up. I think they're gonna make a make it interesting for any team they have to face. I think that's one of the things. Like they, I feel like they're gonna spoil championship aspirations for somebody. But I don't think this is their year because they don't have the depth now. I think that next season will be the season, and that's hard to say because you're like, well, what's gonna happen with Chris Paul? And Chris Paul's been a shell of himself most of the season. So I'm not. I'm looking yeah. at life without Chris Paul. I'm just solely focused on Aiden, KD, and Booker, which is a good three that kind of focus around yeah. and. Nah, to me, it's the Denver uh, Denver Nuggets. I think the pressure is on Jokic. Jokic has been in the running for MVP, I mean, three straight years. He's, he's 
he's gotten he's getting first place votes this season. Like I'm going to put the pressure where the pressure belongs as the best team in the West with one of the best players who's going for MVP. Like they're the team to beat, and if they don't get it done, it's a wasted opportunity for them because I don't see them. I don't see them getting any better. I, I I agree with that. I think the pressure is on Denver to win it. I think that there's also I think there's also an immense amount of pressure, more so just on Kevin Durant and Chris Paul, um, out of anybody because you look at for me with KD, it's like, hey, bro, like you want to be the Batman, uh, you gonna be Batman, and I feel like KD's very very good at coming into a team and being like, I just fit here and I'm going to exist. I don't know if he can do that with this Suns team. This ain't Golden State. He's Superman. Um, he fits on every team. He, he he fits on every team. But the the thing is, right? Like, be Superman versus uh, Doomsday. You know what I mean? Like, be that Superman. <laughs> don't don't be don't be Superman. You know, it's like, hey man, like you could have like saved a lot of people if you just didn't let this guy live. I mean, <laughs> Superman also got the brakes beat off him by uh, Dark Side. So I mean. Hey, nah, not when he let go. That's one of my favorite nah, moments nah. when Superman was just like, hey, listen. I'm done with you, bro. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you what I really can do when I let go. Although, also, hundreds killed <laughs> when he did it. Like, let the first punch go, and four buildings fail, bro. Hundreds man. killed, Superman. Hey, he's never I, killed anybody. I don't. I know. remember watching that. Like, man, this, this is a real reckless Superman. Hey, a lot of insurance claims. <laughs> <laughs> I always wondered how they rebuild after he did stuff. Yeah, like, 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 like they they went they went ham on you, that. You just <laughs> the whole city through does trains. The, does, through? A, does a flash help with reconstruction to speed it up? Like what happens oh, here? Like, I mean, all states. we know one thing. But, hey, Batman, Batman ain't helping out. Hey, you hey, know, hey, hey, one of the fun, one of the funniest scenes. This is one of the Justice League cartoons. I think the Justice League was like trying to turn themselves in. He was like, "No, I'm a, I'm a part timer." He was like, "But we need you to we, we we need you to show up, figure it out, figure it out." Hey, listen. He said, "Batman said, don't don't try to lump me in because your conscience is guilty." Hey, y'all want to know the coming. biggest racket? The biggest racket while we go down this cartoon uh, rabbit hole is <laughs> Wayne probably puts insurance on all those buildings and gets paid when they destroy him. Yeah, right. facts. Which is how he keeps rich. That's how he stay rich. That's how he stay rich. Him and LexCorp, because LexCorp was all, all on that stuff out there. Hey, they're the only two people who can afford their insurance premiums. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just create a catastrophe to blow him up. Bank off of it, bro. Oh Batman money start getting low. He'd be like, man, I got to let the Joker out again. Yeah, oh, this is a real this is a real podcast. Hey, bro, now, now he, just, he just needs something to do. He just needs something to do for it. I keep, I keep telling him that man's lonely. He needs something to do, bro. Did they just throw a diesel engine? In- <laughs> <laughs> no, when that man when that man be uh the, my thing with Batman is Batman don't be helping the cause, bro. I swear he don't. Batman don't get nobody. No opportunity to answer. No questions, bro. He just punch him straight in the throat. He just be like, where are the drugs? I don't... Huh. <laughs> be like, dang, bro. Like, but he my man's choking to death answer, right now. But he, he always like, answer. Hey, the greatest, he ba- the, greatest, the greatest Batman line of all time will forever be when he pulled that man up. <laughs> he was like, where are the drugs? I don't know. I swear to God. Swear to me! <laughs> 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 Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I swear to God. Swear to me. Hey, what? 
What? Hey, that's so corny. I know. What? How do I come back from this, bro? Like, I, 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 why did he just have a voice changer? Why did he have to sit there and just do the whole deep voice thing? <laughs> I, I never that understood man, that. That man sounded like Dikembe Mutombo and Saul put together, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. The show in love is always, man. Off the rails. Off the, hey, hey, we can't off put us more together. We don't know where we're going. Hey, this is, why, this is why I can't wait till the new stew is finished, bro. Once we get up in that mug, it's going to be in sanity uh oh, <laughs> already this is swear to me is wild <laughs> <laughs> hey bro, bro, bro and then he dropped them <laughs> oh snap hey we appreciate y'all for showing love on another episode man hit that like button subscribe oh, to the page we'll be back monday morning 9 a.m. Oh, <laughs> My voice hurt not from doing that. And <laughs> hey, Kristen Bell did it for three movies. <laughs> hey, at what point did Kristen Bell go? There's oh. no better way to do this. <laughs> hey, bam, he came up with the voice, bro. You looked at all the Batmans in oh. history and was like, "Yeah, that's the voice I'm gonna go with." Hey, why that man did, did the end. Like the he did script. the end of that Joker, uh, that Joker end scene. It was like, I just want you to know. <laughs> And you can change, and I can change, and anybody can change. Like, that was Rocky, but y'all get the point. <laughs> but no, nah, man, follow us on everything, man. Uh, make sure to support oh, the man. channel. Hit that like button if you haven't done so. If you ain't enjoyed this, I don't know what you're doing out here, man. Uh, we'll be back Monday morning, like I said, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. The Daily Show is back for the pettiest man alive, Mr. P. Kid, and the man formerly known as Ringo J. Stefan Don, Super Producer Joel Holt in the building. Yes. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.